You're listening to The Medical Evangelist. This podcast is designed to encourage Christian health professionals and students to normalize their love for faith and medicine. Faith and medicine goes together. Stay tuned to learn more about how to maneuver with the mantle of medicine and ministry over your life. Hello, Medical Evangelist community. It's been a while, I want to say since early February, but now we're in the month of March. And I must say, time is really accelerating. I feel like days have become minutes and minutes have become seconds. And time is accelerating so fast. We're in the third month of 2021. Um, And I just thank God for health and life. Um, Today is a interesting day. I was asked to speak at a speaking engagement at my school with this Christian organization called the Doctors Doctors in Christ Christian Organization at the Medical University of the Americas. And I am so honored and thankful that I was asked to speak because I'm new in the in the group and I had an opportunity to allow God to use me. And I thank God for the opportunity and I thank God for actually uh, putting me, you know, out there because I would have been ba- I've been battling fear for seemed like almost all my life. But I really got my deliverance shortly after this recording. So tune in, listen to the message. In the first few minutes, I was battling fear. You can hear I'm sh- you can hear the shakiness, but as time went on, um, I did you know come out of my shell. Um, so I thank God in advance. This uh, other um, disclaimer I want to say: you will hear my son screaming. He's having fun in the living room somewhere, but uh, please disregard it. And I want to apologize. <laughs> um, but overall, you are able to hear me share what the Lord shared with me, and the topic is resume. The pursuit and recover all. The scripture I came from was 1 Samuel 30, 1 through 8. But overall, the background is from 1 to the end. And we just thank God for the opportunity. Um, the scriptures tells us that you always show yourself to be approved. A workman should always, you know, show himself to, to be approved and study the word of God. You never know when you get an opportunity to speak, share the gospel, minister to your peers. You always need to be prepared. So, I was tested. I had to get prepared in like three, four days. <laughs> um, the other thing was, and the Lord uh, put exposed the spirit of fear. And so I didn't realize that it was so bad. And I start thinking back and I'm like, yeah, I normally have that same feeling that I had when I take tests and all of that. And so it was so powerful that after I did this big engagement that the um that there was a deliverance ministry that um that I attended and they were talking about fear and I got my full deliverance. I got my full deliverance. So I just thank God. Oh my goodness. Um and I'm going to talk about it at another um time. But please tune in and listen to the recording um and hear how God used me on the message resumed pursuit and recover it all. Good evening, everyone. Um, a lot of you don't know me. I'm new. May it two student. And uh, I just want to first off um, say thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you all what I guess the Lord has shared with me. Um, but first, I want to do a small prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity, oh Father, to share with others that you've shared with me. You're so faithful and you're so good and we just want you to get all the glory today um use me um as you will let the people hear you and hear your um hear your words and not me hide me behind the cross and that you will get the glory in jesus name amen oh amen 
Okay, so today my topic today is called Resume the Pursuit and Recover It All. And um, I want to come from 1 Samuel 30. It had been on my mind um, these last two, for about two days um, after Toyo had asked me. And so I wanted to share with you guys what um, I got from it. And it, after sharing it, it's three points that I want. Um, I hope that you guys can take home with you. Um, first one is rejection, resume the pursuit, and recover all. So I don't know if you guys have your Bible with you, but you can read along with me silently as I read aloud. I'll come from 1 Samuel 30. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziklag, they found that Amalekites had made a raid in Negev. Ziklag, they had crushed Ziklag and burned it to the ground. They had carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins and realized what had happened to their families, they wept until they could weep no more. I'm going to skip around. David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters, and they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Then he said to Abathar the priest, Bring me my ephod. So Abathar brought it. And this is the key scripture, um, 1 Samuel 38. Then David asked the Lord, Should I chase after this band of raiders? Um, sorry, let me read from another scripture. Then David asked the Lord, should I chase after the band? Sorry, this is not the version. Oh, here it is. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, should I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. This is um, the key scripture that I want us to to focus on. Sometimes um, in life, we are faced with adversity. Scripture in, uh, in Psalms tells us that many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord deliver us from the, them all. Sometimes we think, you know, that we are Christian and God, um, you know, we're on God's side, that we wouldn't go through any difficulties or anything. But it seems to be as if we have a target right on our back. And I remember Mr. Will was talking about it last week. <laughs> he was saying some, you know, the same thing about, um, in fact, being a Christian, you know, seems to, you know, bring you to where you will face difficulties, um, even if you didn't expect it. And so it appears that we, as children of God, we are anointed for battle. And the, being anointed for battle, we always attract battles. I don't know if you guys know the story about David. But David, um, he grew up and he was anointed to be king after uh, King Saul was rejected. And, and if you get some time, you can go back and read starting in the beginning of First Samuel. And he was rejected by his family. It appeared that nobody accepted him for who he was. They wanted, um, it seemed like they just didn't accept him. He just wasn't their type. He wasn't a prototype. He wasn't what they thought he should be. And when prophet, it was a prophet named Samuel came, God told him to go assoint, uh, um, sorry, anoint David so that he could be king. And he went to his home and it's his father, uh, David's father, Jesse presented all the brothers except him, left him in the field. And Samuel looked at all the brothers and thought that they looked like they would be next. But God was like, no, you know, these are not the one ask him where, you know, is there another son? So Samuel asked the father, Jesse, is there another son? He said, oh, oh, David, 
Oh, he just a little shepherd boy. And Samuel said, okay, bring him. And when he came, that's when the Lord spoke to the prophet Samuel and said that he will be anointed as king. And he was anointed. In fact, David was anointed three times, but he didn't uh, resume the position of king immediately. And so during that time, he was experiencing rejection. He was experiencing a lot of trauma, um, people just overlooking him. He wasn't elected or picked by people. Uh, he just didn't fit the role in their in other people's mind and head. And if you think about in your own life, you've been put in that position where you've always been rejected or, or always seem to not be the one that people select or always seem to be the one overlooked. And um, people always pick everybody else around you. But I came here to tell somebody just like God told me, that it is in the divine instructions from heaven that you need to resume the pursuit and recover it all. Even though you are rejected and nobody may believe in you and you don't have the support you need or, you know, it seems like you're isolated, it's a time of training. You're on during training grounds and God is preparing you to put you in a position where you're going to be the leader of something, whatever it is, whatever your assignment is, that's where God is going to take you. And what I'm learning from this story is that rejection is like a distraction. It can get you so caught up. Some chapters before that, David was distracted because he was rejected. He was running for his life. The former king was trying to kill him, if you know the story. And of course, his family didn't accept him, even after he was anointed as king. And they told him he will be the next king. People still just wasn't getting it. And he seemed to always have been running for his life. But David had a close, close relationship with God. And excuse me, my son is screaming. But David had a close, close relationship with God where he always found himself in a battle or in, in difficulties or adversity. And he seemed to always know what to do. So what he would always do is go to the Lord, just like it said here in Samuel 30 and um, in in six, he said that he, you know, he, uh, sorry, 37, that he, uh, he inquired of the Lord. And so when you go through difficulties in life and when you are faced with rejection and you're isolated, and it seems as if God is separating you and every, all your enemies or all everybody against you is surrounding you and you seem to be alone. It seems as if in that phase of rejection that you are very, very vulnerable. And so in the beginning of this chapter, he was facing a lot of rejection to the point where he was distracted and he was not in place. And so because he wasn't in place, his home was raided and his family was kidnapped and his children were taken. And it had set some scriptures down that they were very sad to the point where they were crying and weeping. And so when you are going through that adversity in your life and you're faced with difficulties, maybe you didn't get the grade you wanted. You know, maybe you don't have the support you need in school right now. You know, maybe you don't have the money you need and, you know, you're down and out and you're crying, you're sad. Don't use that as an opportunity to get distracted or don't use it as an opportunity to allow um, the difficulty to consume you. But um, let's use see this story as an opportunity to say that when we are facing hardship, facing adversity, um, there's a scripture that Paul says that um, that when adversity comes, it's a great open door. It's an opportunity for you to actually be promoted and accelerated instead of to wallow in your pain and wallow and worrying about, oh, man, I just messed up. I just failed that test. Oh, man, 
you know, I don't have the money I need to, instead of allowing you to have all these excuses and be distracted in the soul realm, but that it puts you in an opportunity to, you know, even at your lowest place to seek God. And so shortly after that, after he inquired of the Lord, it moves us to our next point that, um, you are now at a place of where you inquire of the Lord and you seek the Lord for direction. Don't ever in your time from today ever do anything without God's uh, permission, ever do anything without God's advice and guidance. Sometimes we will be moving without God's direction and, and guidance to the place of where, you know, we're moving um, and we put ourselves in a position or a fix or we're out of place. And so we have to consult God and ask God for his direction. And so David here in First uh, Samuel 38, he went and he prayed to God like he always do. And so I'm encouraging you guys, as well as myself, that I, we always consult the Lord before we do anything, whether it's big or small. We always, always have to continue to connect with God and ask God for guidance. And then we wait for the Lord to speak back to us. And so here he was like, Lord, you know, what should I do? I need permission to know that if I pursue this troop, will I overtake them? And the Lord replied. And said, you will pursue them and you will surely overtake them and you will, without fail, recover them all. So he had something stolen from him. He had his family taken from him. His whole city was caught on fire. And it appeared that people around him, they were so angry that they was even making plans to even try to kill him. And you can go back and read that later. It, It was just like he was just all alone. He didn't know what to do. But when he consulted the Lord and said, do I have permission to do this, Lord? And and are you going to be with me? And the Lord replied and gave him the beginning and the end. You will pursue them and then you're going to recover them all. That gave him the strength he needed to um, do what the Lord had asked him to do, to get back in place, come out of rejection, come out of um, feeling sorry for himself, come out of the pain and the agony of trauma and adversity and to get back in place and resume the pursuit because he had a promise on his life that not only, as I stated earlier, he would be king, but that he will be victorious in everything that he would do. And so he decided that he gets on the journey to pursue and overtake as the Lord has instructed him and gave him permission. He was f- filled with out. He had no more limitations, though he was faced with limitations in the beginning. He had no more limitations. And there's a scripture in Romans 8 that tells us um, in many different versions, but I like the Passion Translation. It says that there is no accusing voice against you. Romans 8, 1. There is no accusing voice against you. Or some other scriptures say there's no condemnation. Sometimes we can get bogged down with our adversity and with the mistakes we make that we think that, that God is limiting us, but there is nobody in heaven limiting you. And I hope to encourage you today that you will never allow mistakes or failures or adversity to limit you ever again. Um, so he was on his way to the journey. And do you know that on your way to the journey and on your way to do what God has instructed you to do? So God said, you're going to be a doctor. You applied to med school and now you're dealing with the classes. How are you going to get through? And sometimes it seems like God don't give us the instructions in the middle but he just give us the, you're going to apply and you know you're going to graduate, but you don't get the middle. What do you do? And as he was on his way, he came in contact 
with the um a, um a slave that was a part of the Amalekites, which was the group that had took and taken his family. And this slave was very, very beneficial and helpful for him. And so on your journey, you're going to come across people that are going to help you along the way. You're going to come across people that are gateway, gatekeepers to your next level. And, and it, you have to be very careful how you treat people that you meet on the journey. You can't get so caught up or we can't get so caught up in saying, okay, you know, struggling is so hard. It's so difficult that we, you know, don't treat people well or that we isolate ourselves or that we don't know or learn how to network. He networked and he connected with this slave and he fed this slave. And then the slave told him about himself and said, I am the slave of this, um, of that group that we just pretty much attacked Ziklag, which was the place he was from. And, and he just told him everything. And so David, after they fed him, David said, can you take me to where they are? So this person who was a slave, somebody you never expected was a gatekeeper to him being able to recover all that God had promised him. And so they took him there. And if you, you read on down in some more scriptures through 15, 16, and through the end, you see that David recovered all. He attacked them, fought them all night long. It never said it would be easy um, and that he wouldn't have to face adversity and that he would not have to fight for to get his family back. He killed everybody and recovered everything. And so though the battle seem impossible, though med school seem impossible, though the adversity in our life seem to just take us out, wipe us out, that God always make a way out of no way for us. And he allows us to recover everything that was taken from us, every time that was lost, everything that was stolen from us. He allows us to do it because the Lord tells us, um, and I can share scriptures at the end, that he says that he watches over his word to fulfill it. So if he tells you he's, that you're going to do something, you have to believe without a doubt or anything that you're going to do exactly what God said. And He's gonna, God is going to help you fulfill what he said that, um, that he said you would do. So injust, injustice will, uh, sorry, justice will happen for you. You will get the justice you need and you will overcome every battle. But I hope to encourage you that you will take your eyes off of your own effort. Take your eyes off of your difficulty and that nobody believed in you and that people, you know, didn't agree with you. Take your eyes off that and put your eyes on God and on the word of God and the prophecies and the promises that's in the scriptures and what God says about you and that he, there is no limits. There's a scripture in Psalms 139 that says that the Lord, that, um, that there is a book written just about you with every day on every page written about you. So when you get a chance, read that Psalms 139, 16. That the Lord already knows, you know, your the your end from the beginning. He just needs you to trust him. He needs you to once you trust him, then and you start getting back on the path after you face some hardship, which is you resume the pursuit, then you are able to recover all. You're gonna get more than what you thought that you lost. So what you lost was a certain amount. So for an example, those who feel like, oh, it's so late, you know, I just I'm 30 years old. I'm now in med school. All that time you lost that you thought you should have been in school when you should have been in school. The Lord will show you that he's going to help you recover all that the lost time that was stolen from you. All the lost time, the failed grades, the bad grades, whatever it is. He's going to help you recover it all. 
and he's going to give you more than what you ask or think. So I want to come to my conclusion here is that that's David's story. Look at your own story and see how you are able to relate David's story to your own story. And to see that once you are overcoming rejection, overcoming the distraction, you're able to resume the pursuit and stay on track with what God has asked you, uh, permitted you to do. Then you're able to recover all, no matter how long it takes you to do that. It said he, he battled all night long and he defeated them. And then he took everything and more. He had was able to get the spoils of war. So there's a reward when you go and do what God instructed you to do. And he will give you more than what you can ask or think. But the greatest test of all that I learned from this story wasn't that he was able to win after he had such a great loss. But the greatest test was, what do you do when you win the battle? You know, how do you, um, how do you um, handle the win? Now you went through med school, you overcome the trial. Now it's time to graduate. You know, what do you do after you graduate? You go when the Lord give you what you ask for. Of course, you thank the Lord for what he's done for you. And you also, you shared your reward with others. So you're going to give back to your community, give back to the school you graduated from. And you're going to help mentees that come behind you and show them the way. Even while you with your classmates, always, you know, if you figured out how to overcome a test, you know, share how to study, share how to overcome a professor. Or if you are ahead of a group of people, you know, you're going to share, um, I say the spoils of war. You're going to share how you overcame that test. Because I feel like every test is a war. Every um, difficulty in, in medical schools, to me, I don't know about nobody else. Maybe y'all got it all together. <laughs> But it seems to be a war. But every time God keeps his promises and he helps us recover every, everything that we lost. And then now that we've overcome, we're able to share the reward with others. So I pray that this message was is able to um, help you to overcome from this point on and that let you know that God hears you. He hears your prayer. He He's just waiting on you to, you know, stand on his promises and activate his promises and activate your faith and believe that he would not put more on you than you can bear. I have a few um, declarations, but I'm just going to share a few and I'm just going to send it in the group. Um, and if y'all could just repeat after me, if you can hear me, just just small part. It's like two or three declarations I want us to share. And it's important because the scripture tells us that we when Jesus was talking to the disciples, he gave them the keys to um, the kingdom of heaven. And he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against them. And the keys that he gave them was to let them know that the words that they speak, they're able to bind and loose. And so when you're overcoming or in a battle or coming out of a battle, going into a battle, it's good to say declarations. It's good to speak to the direction of where you're going. So, hello. Y'all with me? <laughs> Yeah, we're with you. Yeah, we're here. Okay, okay. The first one is, I command the winds of the Spirit of the Lord to blow away fear, lies, and pain. I command the... Oh, sorry. I, I command the Spirit of the Lord. I command the winds of the Spirit of the Lord... I command the winds of the Spirit of the Lord... To blow away fear, lies, and pain. 
the blow the in your fear lies in pain. I have the peace and love of God. I have, I have the, the peace, peace and love of God. I will not quit the pursuit. I will, I will not quit the pursuit. I will resume the pursuit and recover it all. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. Thank you so much for your time and allow me to share what God has shared me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Medical Evangelist today. I am happy I can be transparent, real, and down to earth with you as I share my passion life, opinion, and or research on a subject matter. Until next show, God bless you.